0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Food on Tour. My name is Mike Robinson, and this is episode four. Today we have drummer Matt Musty and tour manager Allison Tavill. We're going to do something a little different with them today. Instead of focusing on a particular city, we're going to talk about how they maintain healthy habits while on the road. We also have a website now. It's foodontourpod.com. You can go there and click on the episode link. I'll be updating those with lists of every restaurant mentioned in every episode, as well as Google Map links, so you can save them and try later. Thanks again for listening and enjoy the episode. I mean, I hit up Matt initially about just talking about food and he suggested doing this because there wasn't, you said that you didn't have enough in one specific city. And this is just a really cool alternative to what I've been trying to do typically Um, So if you guys could just give me a little background on like on the direction you've taken, especially in touring together and like how you've influenced one another in that in that regard.
1: Well, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I feel (laughs) I've influenced Matt greatly.
2: Yeah, I've I've influenced her zero. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I've dropped my bad habits and started these good habits. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have any like particularly bad habits on the road? no. Well, yes, all of them, because I was just I was so um, I'm so dopey about food. Generally, that's Mm -hmm. that's like, you know, that's why this this podcast is this this I I have nothing, nothing really to contribute because I'm just like food. Great. I get (laughs) I get to live till tomorrow. That's that's amazing. You know,
1: And actually, we first started dating on tour. We started dating on tour kind of in secret. And then it slowly came out that we were together and, Mm -hmm. or I think at this point, not everyone on the tour knew that we were dating, but somehow we were on the tour bus having a conversation about food. And we were talking like half of us were talking about how like the, the French fry is just a means to get the ketchup in my mouth, right? Like I just love
0: sauce. (laughs) It's a vehicle for French fries (laughs) (laughs) or for ketchup.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I just love like sauces and condiments and spices and like I could too. drink hot sauce, right? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that was a conversation. And then immediately following that, Matt was like, I don't know. Sometimes I just like to eat an avocado for what it is. Just an avocado. No salt. No, no sauces, nothing. And I was like, I pulled one of my friends onto our side. And I was like, I just don't know if this is going to work out. i <laughs> 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 like, so, Matt, I'm to really cook for
0: him. <laughs> you're strictly in
2: survival mode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just,
2: you're I think just eating out of necessity. And like, even when I eat. I will. It'll be like a job because I'm like, okay, I just got to get to the end of this plate and then I can move (laughs) on with my life. There's no enjoyment, and I'm slowly learning that those things uh, in the last four years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, do you guys have any go-to foods like while you're on the road? Um, Whether it be stuff that you're making like on the bus or in hotel rooms, or if there's specific restaurants or cuisines that you
2: gravitate towards
1: i'll let you go first i've got some
2: uh no i i just like whatever (laughs) food.
1: (laughs) this interview is basically going to be you and me
2: yeah (laughs) i'll hype you guys up
0: though matt is the vehicle for our interview
1: yeah yeah Yeah, (laughs) um i think from what i can remember on tour because when we toured with grace grace is obsessed grace potter um she's obsessed with anything Italian. Um, Mm. I'm sorry, anything pasta really. So we would always make, we had like a big, a hot plate on the, on the bus and a, a huge, uh, uh, just like stainless steel pot. And we'd make like 10 servings of pasta and just make spaghetti uh, or like a bolognese and put it over a bed of lettuce. So we'd get our greens uh, nice. <laughs> and, uh, douse it with like Parmesan cheese and sriracha. That was the, the standard Grace Potter nocturnals and Grace Potter solo meals. Like I've <laughs> had so much of that. And now we do it at home. We put any pasta dish over a bed of lettuce. Just it's like easy salad.
2: Yeah. That's um, great. Tell about that, uh, that Italian place in Omaha, that we went to with grace. It was really good.
1: Yeah. But I don't remember the name Shoot, of it, I but there's, it. Well, there's, we can,
0: you can text me later and I'll, I'll add it to the like oh, the show notes or whatever.
1: Yeah. There was a sweet little place in downtown Omaha. I feel like it's on a, on like J street or something. And it's, it's an Italian wine and cheese shop, but they have mm-hmm. a few dinner tables and we had like the most amazing Italian food, but my yeah. favorite Italian place Um, And I might be saying it wrong. It's either Edo Squid or Edo Squid. Have you heard of this place in Richmond? No. Yeah.
0: Where is it? Richmond?
1: Yeah, Richmond. It's up a flight of stairs. There's like a... You go up a flight of stairs. You feel like you're going to somebody's apartment. There's like a broomstick on the door. And you walk in and it's this cute little dimly lit Italian place called Edo Squid. And it's just like... It's the best place. So every time we're in Richmond, we go there.
0: That's awesome. I think there's a a Jewish deli i think it's in richmond called pearly's have you heard of that place no what's the venue is the national in richmond yep yeah Yeah. so it's it's walking distance from the national and it's like this amazing just little jewish deli um probably like 10 or 15 minute walk from there and that's that's been my go-to but next time there's some good places
1: like i think because richmond is a musical place these days like there's a lot of musicians are moving there I, i don't know the every time i go to to richmond i'm obsessed with it it's a there's cool another we, we needed a late night spot and edo squid wasn't open and we went to guar bar it's like the band but it was delicious like
2: i
0: feel I like
1: it's like organic food
0: i feel like guar is such um an omnipresent band and touring like everyone's got a guar story <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um there was we played first ave one time in minneapolis and Guar was there the night before. And so our buyout money had fake blood on it from the Guar <laughs> show. Like, I don't know how it even got there, but I'm sure someone was like cleaning up and like grabbed the money, you know. Yeah. But I feel like they're just, they're everywhere. They're, everyone's yeah. got a Guar story. But yeah. I've never been to Guar bar and I've always wanted to go.
1: It's very good.
0: Do they serve food there?
1: Great. Five star. Yeah. I just wow. did pickup. Like I I either walked there or like, no, I took like an Uber there.
0: What did it you get pretty- at Guar bar?
1: I don't even remember. I mean, I was ordering for me and for Ryan because it was like it's vegan or it's vegetarian. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And he's vegan. So
0: (laughs) 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 we could stay away from right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That kind of I had another question that I wanted to ask you guys, and this kind of leads there. But if you're uh, since both of you are health conscious, which I am so terrible at doing on the road. What do you do like after a show late at night? Do you normally cook on the bus or?
2: You know, uh, lately I've been trying to make myself not do after show food. Like I'm just trying to like eat some dinner before the show, eat a pretty Mm -hmm. good meal. And like, maybe i'll have a glass of wine or something after the show and, yeah. and it doesn't always happen but i'm so i don't know about you as a drummer but by the time i get off stage i'm roaring hungry just ready to eat everything yeah and if you get in a habit of just eating everything in sight it's it's a terrible way to <laughs> terrible way to spend your summer or your touring year totally you know? especially if you're drinking on top of it yeah, because then you just keep going. And really I'm a sweet to... nut, too. So Me I just go for, go for candy, 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 chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> yeah.
1: I made everybody watch that documentary, Fed Up, on tour.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: the one about that's talking about sugar, how sugar is like, mislabeled oh, yeah. and uh, very confusing when you're reading right. ingredients and stuff. And yeah. uh, T-Ben, our, our keys player, our like, utility guy, was <laughs> like... like floored he just was like i guess had never heard this before that sugar was bad yeah we got done with that
2: (laughs) we got done with that movie and he looked like he'd seen a ghost (laughs) i haven't watched it i'm
0: kind of afraid to watch it because i i'm like i definitely consume way too much sugar yeah oh man and it's It's hard it's it's a part of my life that i really enjoy like it's i feel like uh yeah i don't know that's like a, a total vice for me like i don't smoke cigarettes or anything
2: like that i just eat like yeah, chocolate. <laughs> I come from a long line of sugar eaters, and same. I'm I'm just the same as all of them. But uh, I've found dates in my life in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Dates are amazing, and dates kind of do the thing that, for me at least.
1: And if you eat dates at the same time as you're eating an apple, it tastes like a caramel apple. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> good.
2: That's a good tip. Nice. So, <laughs> um,
0: do you want to explain this water filter thing? Matt gave me like sort of a brief. <laughs>
1: It's a, so boring. I mean,
0: over. I, but <laughs> well, I think it's cool. it sounds very it. intense.
1: Well, you know, sometimes when you're on tour, you have some free time, and I once I start going down a rabbit hole, I can't get out of it. And um
2: and you were and you were simple, not only
1: it started off as simple as simply as you know we we were playing like a fancy sh- like private show or something, and we could have whatever water we want, like no more you know twenty four packs of the Evie or like the Mountain Valley, or not, yeah, not, yeah. Poland like, Springs. Poland yeah. Springs, right? <laughs> so I was like, oh, I guess like maybe smart water or Fiji. But then I was like, I should just look it up and see what is the, you know, superior water. And everyone's like, I've read all these reviews saying how smart water is not actually that good. And then I started getting into, pH balanced water and how you should have alkaline water. And there's like all this new line of alkaline water. But then it was just like, well, they're in plastic containers. So you want glass containers. Okay, so you get Mountain Valley Spring, but some are reverse (laughs) osmosis and some are, you know, so you just go all the water filtration methods and all the pHs. And if it's glass versus plastic, sustainability, you just go crazy. So then I found this (laughs) $3,000. Wow. Water machine, <laughs> and
2: um, and it can filter bus like water from yeah, the, like the truck stop, truck stop bus, water. like wow,
1: you know, like shitty water. I, I, so I, I called our, we were off tour at this point, point I called our tour bus driver Chuck, and I was like, "Hey, <laughs> do you think you can install this water machine into our bus if I buy it? Because I, I got a deal like the the companies down in Carlsbad, California, and this guy was like, um. I told him I toured with a band and that we wanted to get two, one for the band bus, one for the crew bus. And um, it was like a $3,000 machine that he sold to me for $500. Bucks. Wow. Um, and so I bought two of them, and we installed one in each bus, and it filtered the water. And it worked great. I mean, you have to buy filters, and like you have mm-hmm. to have a tour bus driver like Chuck, who's just down to help me.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> But so it was like a lot of work.
2: Well, but also, I've,
1: I also talked to the Pioneer because we were in a Pioneer coach um, mm-hmm. bus. I talked to this guy, Doug, who runs Pioneer, at least for he, he works in Pioneer. I don't know exactly what what he does, but he's in charge of the bus, at least that we were renting.
0: Right.
1: And he was he I gave him all the information because he was like, we might just want to put these in the tour. Cool. Bus. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Another option for like
2: uh, like a luxury option or something.
1: Yeah, and then it's also sustainable because you have a water bottle and
2: right. Yeah, you get re- you really reduce your single use plastic on the That's road. That's what. Yeah, we
0: did that on the uh, on the last Joseph tour. Clean canteen gave us; they like provided the whole tour with stuff, and it was. I still use it at home now. Like, yeah, you know, it, it's a it's definitely a good habit to get into, and it's helpful on the road.
1: Yeah, yeah. and then you can still figure out how much water you're drinking all all day. So you're like, totally. I have to get through these. You know these. Yeah. <laughs> these these three water bottles or these three uh containers and then at yeah. the end of the day you're like fuck i didn't drink eddie
0: <laughs> you don't have the half drink uh bottles sitting around that no one's claiming yeah,
1: yeah that i have to as the assistant or tour manager i have to clean up so right
0: <laughs> <laughs> um matt you kind of touched on this already but allison do you have any guilty pleasures on the road that are not in the healthy realm
1: yeah i think it depends on what Tour we're on like when we were on the the very first tour I ever did Grace was opening up for Kenny Chesney and Tim McGraw and um, it was an arena tour and they had a full caterer come and there were you know the the dining was really good but the desserts were really good and I also love sweet stuff nice. so that so was kind of no good together then I thought <laughs> I mean I had to be so careful because like you, <laughs> it's unlimited that it, you know they're feeding like 500 people, right? So there's plenty of desserts to go around, <laughs> yeah.
2: but you're cool because you can just do one bite or a couple bites and be like, wow, I just got the taste of yeah. it. That's beautiful. And <laughs> I just need like three cakes, <laughs> yeah.
1: but it, it also depends on what city you're in. Like if you're in Portland, you're of course going to go to that donut place, voodoo donuts, you know, right, like right. there's, I, I don't know, but I, I love s- sweet food, but I'm a sucker for anything it's like hot sauce related like
2: <laughs> you have to know our backgrounds, too, because Allison grew up in a in a home with her mom cooking these unbelievably beautiful, amazing. And still to this day, like I go, I get to go there every Christmas and like these beautiful meals, five star meals, basically. And Tammy Table is just a monster in the kitchen and she <laughs> lays it down. And I grew up kind of like on a farm, you know, like you get what you can and then you yeah. move on. And it's just like totally
1: to- pies, though.
2: Excellent pie. A lot of butter and sugar. (laughs) It's two different schools.
0: As far as like your daily routine on the road, uh, Matt, I mean, I'm interested because of the tour you just did with Train. Like you guys were doing amphitheaters like all summer. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you're not leaving the venue
2: much at all, right?
0: Like, are you ever going
2: out to get food? We didn't ever do day rooms. We just hung around at the venue. Luckily, I'll all those people love to hang out together and we just, it was hang central every day. But yeah, the routine was I was, I was getting up probably first every day and I had learned that Pat the singer was way into this celery juice thing Mm -hmm. that Allison and I had been doing for probably a year before. And um, that's from this guy, the medical medium, and he's got a book out on it and there's a lot of, a lot of hype behind it, but it also works and it's amazing. So. Allison and I had been doing it. I learned that Pat had been doing it. Pat learned that I was into it and got me and and the band Bus a celery juicer. Whoa. So then it became my uh, job in the morning to go out, (laughs) make friends with the kitchen, and get some get some salary, go go do it wherever I could and make right. it for everyone because I wanted everyone to be on board with me. That's and people awesome. Got,
1: they, the whole yeah. band got into it.
2: They got into Are it. Are they <laughs> still doing it?
1: <laughs> the way Louis yeah. Stevens said <laughs> that it was making his... His vocal range better. Yeah, sort of
2: He's yeah. <laughs> he saying, he saying it has its benefits. Of course, the first the it's first so time not
1: a side effect of yeah. drinking celery juice, but I love yeah. it yeah. I he, love him for
2: it. He texted me one time. He was just giving me hell. But he was like, so I had the I made the celery juice and then I put a I put a little bit of honey in it and then did a uh, did a scone with it and made it much better. <laughs> well, I'm sure it did. And I was like, hey, you're not supposed to do that. Straight celery juice. Yeah,
1: Straight celery <laughs> juice on an empty me. stomach. Yeah.
2: Um."
0: But, yeah, I mean, throughout the day, like, when if you're going to get dinner, you're just – you're staying at the venue and having catering, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then it was, Allison- It's,
1: like, impossible to – I – I went to their show in Irvine mm-hmm. and I drove down to meet him. And it took me like an hour to get into the venue because it was right. like in the middle of nowhere. There's like only one entrance that's open that early in the day. Yeah. And to try and find where the venue was and then where the tour buses were, I'm like, there's no way you're ever going to leave. No. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> venues like that, even, even like as a, a show goer, getting from your seat to your car is like a 30 minute ordeal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so, and then being a performer, you're, you're behind everything, you know. So it's just like I can't imagine getting out of there is really an option.
2: But which would for me, you know, me every <laughs> it starts it starts looking the same. But it is such a playground back there. Depending on the depending on the venue, it's right. like such a it, I don't know. There's a lot to see for for me during the day, you know. Yeah, totally. A lot to go through.
1: And the catering's pretty good, right?
2: Catering's amazing. And yeah, I think they've had chefs before and stuff like that. But yeah. Right. Yeah. It it was all like health. there's always healthy options. There's always shitty options too. But yeah. You Know if you can pick your spots there, it's you tend to remain pretty relatively healthy, right? If you
0: guys are doing like a club tour or something, uh, what's your routine then? Are you going out after sound check? Are you going out in the morning or is it like after the show kind of thing? Yeah, coffee you shops in the
1: morning, coffee shops in the morning, yeah. do little like walkabouts and stuff. I feel nice. like I never did that. I feel like you did, that. yeah.
2: She, she would never do it because she was either you know, hanging out or like waiting for Grace and like, you know, Grace would get up and it would be a whole a whole day planned, whereas mm-hmm. my commitment was soundcheck and the show. And right. it's like, OK, we've got to figure out what else to do with the day.
1: And <laughs> as I mean, because Grace's schedule is so different than all of ours, like we would all go to bed at like one or two and then she would go to bed at like five or six. So she would be, wait, you know, like any wow. artist, she would yeah. be waking up at like she might be up earlier, but she wouldn't leave the back, you know, lounge where, where her bed was until like maybe two or three in the afternoon. So I, I didn't really feel, I probably could have left, but most days I didn't really leave. I just kind of hung around and kind of waited for her. And then also as a, as, as an assistant, you kind of, to make things easier on me, I just melded into whatever she was eating, I would eat. So like, when, it, when we go, like, sh- you know, if she didn't want to go to catering, I would get two plates that were like kind of similar, but had some like different options. And then whatever she wanted, I would just eat the other one. Or like right. <laughs> when we're going to Starbucks, like I started drinking Americanos when I was on tour with Grace because that's what she liked. And that was just easy to order two rather than two different drinks. And then of like course. with Ryan, it was an almond milk matcha latte. I just started drinking matcha lattes and like <laughs> it's just easier to, to match what you're who you're working for, whatever right. they're eating, just to make it.
0: Simpler. That's interesting. I never thought about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I started I also, eating a lot of vegan pizzas and Dunkin' Donuts when I was on tour with Ryan. So.
2: <laughs> I do the same thing that you would do for the artist when we go out to a restaurant or something. I go, okay, well, well, it's all the same to me. I mean, I love it all. and yeah. I respect it all. But like, you know, you find two things that you like and we'll just split them both. Yeah, can, <laughs> I'll have delicious door. food and you'll get two things you want.
1: <laughs> when we're off tour, I turn into the artist.
2: <laughs> yeah, most most days.
0: OK, when you're when you're off tour, say you've been out for however long, like several weeks or whatever you get home. What do you, are you guys excited to cook at home? Are you
2: excited to go out and eat anywhere in L.A.? Or what's what's the move?
1: We always cook at home.
2: We always cook at home. We have no idea what local restaurants are around us. <laughs> Hardly, because we so you we guys always are thriving couldn't. right now.
1: Oh, yeah. we're definitely thriving. Well, actually, we're not because the grocery stores are so hard to get into. Like i right. I haven't, we haven't waited in those lines yet. Like we've just been avoiding it.
2: Yeah, I've so, been doing the same.
1: Yeah. So we've been like creative cooking, like Mm -hmm. with whatever we have left in the in the fridge. And then we tried Instacart and that was semi successful. And then I think we're going to have to go.
0: Instacart's kind of hard. We just did that the other day. And my wife did an order maybe like two weeks ago. And then I did one uh, earlier this week. and And it
1: takes a week. It takes a week to get your order placed. Right. Well, for
0: us, it was like I completed the cart. And there was no delivery option. So I just left the page up and she did the same thing. And we would just refresh it throughout the day. And then Uh, eventually, you know, I would try like every 15 minutes or whatever, 30 minutes. And uh, eventually there was a a window. And then like two hours later, you get all these groceries. But I'm getting updates as the woman is shopping. Like they're out of this and they're out of this and they're out of (laughs) this. And you have to like, you know, I just wanted like a normal thing of ground beef. And it was like, they only have the... Three pound tube of shitty ground <laughs> beef or whatever. Yeah, right, right. I'm like, sure, yeah, I guess that's the coronavirus ground beef then.
1: Not for me. I'm just like, no, no, don't replace, don't replace, don't replace. And we're left with nothing. But I'm like, too,
0: yeah, I'm, too, I'm like, too too proud. food, and
2: she's like, I'd rather die.
0: <laughs> so, has there been anything uh, in particular that you guys were psyched on cooking during this uh, self isolation period?
2: Ooh,
1: I'm kind of been learning how to cook. Uh, dumplings because I love dim sum so I have two recipes as soon as um we now have all the ingredients so I'm going to try and make some different types of dumplings I have two different recipes that I want to try but that's something that I'm not like normally I would never have the time or the like patience to learn how to make (laughs) make these dumplings I don't think they're that hard I'm just intimidated by it
0: my wife made um soup dumplings one time I wasn't (sighs) home I was on tour but she said they're really great, and she was sending me photos like throughout the day as she's making it. It's a really cool process because you're basically making like beef soup jello or pork yeah. soup jello or whatever. <laughs> and and they're, yeah, let... they're
1: juicy, they're steamy, they're doughy. It's so good.
0: Yeah, it's really so cool.
1: Does your wife do what I do, which is now that Matt tours and I don't, I always like experiment with stuff. So like I'll. Te- I'll do like a test kitchen and yeah. I made like cauliflower pizza crust once and it was it like turned out amazing and then he came home from tour and I was like I'm going to make you this cauliflower pizza and it turned <laughs> oh, out like shit.
0: shit. Dude, <laughs> her and I are we're definitely enablers for one another like we both love going out to eat and so we she's very busy um and she orders a lot. You know, we use Uber Eats and Postmates and stuff a lot or we'll pick stuff up on the way home. But now it's like I was thinking about this the other day. Now it's kind of like we're instilling this habit of just cooking at home and not leaving, which is really nice because like I'm seeing my bank account, you know?
1: Totally.
2: (laughs) Right. Um
1: Yeah, those service fees add up and on overeats and
2: they definitely do. They certainly do. A good general rule of thumb for cooking at home, especially if you're basic like me, is put it all over a salad. Like we just do like the base of our almost every meal is this salad with coconut aminos. Uh, apple cider vinegar and olive oil just a little bit, and it makes for this nice, just flavor. It's a
1: That's little awesome. sweet, it's a little vinegary, yeah. And then the olive oil kind of blends it all together. It's
2: and it goes with whatever is going to go on top of it, yeah. Basically, you know? if you
1: want to get fancier, you can add, you know, fresh minced garlic or cilantro, a little mm-hmm. bit of like, um. Honey, some Dijon mustard. Like you can make the dressing really fancy, but the stripped down version is what we do when we're having like pasta or like. And
2: if you are from New Hampshire, like me, you can just pour maple syrup over everything. <laughs> well,
1: or instead of honey, you can add maple syrup. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> and that's all stuff that you
0: you can easily do on a bus too. Like you said, with the the pasta with the just greens underneath. This is all yeah. like really easy stuff to do on a bus.
1: Well, I'm interested what you have, like what we have when we were on tour with Grace. We had Tupperwares full of kitchen. Appliances. We only had one hot plate, but we had a microwave mm-hmm. and we got a tour bus with a double door fridge and a oh, pull-out wow. freezer because everybody on the tour liked to eat
0: mm-hmm.
1: pretty well. We had a – Eliza um, had – was is vegan and soy-free and so she had – and gluten-free. So with all of those dietary restrictions, um, our, one of our backup Singers Keys players. Um, and so – she was always cooking her own meals just because she didn't trust anything (laughs) or anyone else to cook cook, cook, cook for her. But, um, we had like, we had pots and pans. We had a blender, a NutriBullet. We had, we had those little, um, things that are probably causing cancer. Uh, (laughs) but it's those little like, um, plastic, hard plastic containers that you put in the microwave and you dump an egg in it and you can make it. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. We would make like spinach and, broccoli and cauliflower omelets you know with with eggs and stuff in right. the morning and we would make avocado toast yeah that was kind of you and me we, you, yeah
2: we got into you, it with caught the caught honey and the honey. how to learn
1: how to make that
2: yeah it's like two <laughs> steps it's
1: great <laughs> <And then> <laughs> started <laughs> making it for me <laughs> but it was fancy avocado toast it was avocado yeah. with we had garlic pepper uh, garlic powder salt pepper hot sauce and parmesan i've
2: got good breakfast game yeah (laughs) Yeah, but it started there and then then when we moved in together it became eggs and different things and like i'm slowly getting to lunch (laughs) right right so i'm getting better and better i
0: like man as soon as i wake up i go find a shower and then i don't eat until like 1 or 2 p.m usually oh wow and then i'm like as soon as i'm ready to eat they're like i'm on a hunt like i'm not everyone else always has groceries and stuff on the bus and i like I don't even look in the fridge usually. I'm just like, I gotta go find something like, that's just such a, yeah, such a big part of my routine on the road. And it's, uh, it's not always the best move, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you have somebody like it? Grace kind of inspired all of us to, to cook because, and, and she wouldn't cook during the day. She would cook after the show. So this was like, we're having like 11 or 12 PM pasta dinners. Right. So, um, the, but then w- because she had all of those kitchen appliances and stuff it kind of inspired all of us to start cooking do you have yeah. anybody on the road that's like the master chef of the bus yeah i mean
0: <laughs> on um on the joseph tour like you know it's three sisters all of them they all cook like i'll wake up in the morning and like one of them is out there usually megan or Allie. um they'll like have a George Foreman grill go they're like making sausage and like <laughs> yeah. breakfast burritos and stuff all on a George Foreman grill in a microwave. It's really impressive. And I'm just That's like, so I'm That's not much of a breakfast person. So I just like wake up and I don't, you know, I'll go walk around or whatever get get coffee. And then yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't even cross my mind until like lunch, you know,
2: I can't <laughs> God, believe I you're wish
0: not kind be. of a breakfast person. Who is not kind of a breakfast person? <laughs> I, I have, it's a, it's a weird thing with me. I get, Eggs kind of make me sick, so that's like a yeah. That's a big deterrent right there, you know. So I'll get like coffee Coffee. and a pastry if anything.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. Do you guys have any favorite restaurants? Like when you're on the road or when you're at home? Like, is there anything you always look forward to?
1: I, I thought about this before beforehand, and I was like, the two places when you said like on the road restaurants, the two places that I. Immediately thought of was the Edo Squid in Richmond, Virginia, mm-hmm. and then Fuel City Tacos in yes. Dallas. Yeah. Fuel City is so
2: great.
1: <laughs> it's so good. And even, I think they've expanded like a lot in the recent it's, years.
0: But what do you but, mean, uh, m- more well, locations or just bigger, bigger locations? That, that gas
1: station like exploded into like a full functioning restaurant because the first yeah. time I went there was maybe seven years ago right um it was that first tour so it was 2012 and it was just a little curbside it was attached to the convenience store Mm -hmm. and it was just that little window yeah and there was a line wrapped around the whole building and then i think there were some side tables but they were like picnic benches you know they weren't it wasn't like an actual thing
0: i hadn't gone there since like i don't know maybe like 2014 um i went and it was it was definitely popping off then but like I went back last fall when we, we played at the House of Blues in Dallas and I was just like, I have to go <laughs> to Fuel City. And yeah. so we went and or I went by myself. Everyone was like not, I, I kept like explaining it and they were just like, No, I don't why would I wanna go there? You know, like <laughs> why would I wanna take an Uber there? Did you so walk
1: I, there from the House of Blues? No,
0: no, you? I took an I took an Uber, but okay. It was uh I think it I think we were playing House of Blues. But anyways, yeah, it was it was like a it was so much Bigger than I remembered it, and it, they had like two, two or three carts outside making uh, elotes and esquites and stuff out wow. on the on the sidewalk in front of the gas station. And then I think there was you could order outside, you could order inside, and then there's the there's like the seating area by that big field, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, it was it had definitely like changed since the last time I was there.
1: Jeez, good for them.
0: Yeah, they're killing it.
1: Yeah, I have a fuel city tacos shirt upstairs.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know they had shirts.
1: Yeah, they sell awesome. everything now, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got to tell Mike about uh what we had last night, the new pizza pizza place we discovered. We're we're oh, in yeah. LA, but you know, but yeah. if anyone comes to LA and they want to go get pizza.
1: It's in Atwater. It's called Hail Mary.
2: Yes, Hail Mary. I've been trying to go
0: there for a long time and oh my I just God. haven't gotten around to it yet, but it looks it, awesome. It's killer.
1: It was so good. Like
2: for all this healthy eating we're doing last yeah, night right. pizza. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean when we eat out we just we tend to eat things that we don't cook ourselves at right. home so it's like I mean like the pizza like Hail Mary we love dim sum so mm-hmm. there's a couple dim sum, dim sum places um like IXLB is this like kind of takeaway dim yeah, yeah, sum yeah. place it's,
0: uh, That's right right by Hoi Ka, isn't
2: it? It's by Is that the Thai
1: place? Is yeah. That the, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Um and then there's there's Bao, and then there's the um that place up in Glendale, but they don't have baked barbecue pork buns, so I just can't go there. Din Tai Fun. Um Jin, yeah, 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 Din Fun.
0: Yeah, that place is great.
1: But they don't do baked barbecue pork buns. I don't I
2: don't
0: understand
1: <laughs> what their problem is.
0: <laughs> what did you guys get from Hail Mary?
1: Oh, I can't remember what
0: was
2: it, the there was I, I
1: woke rosemary, up rosemary, sausage, mozzarella, oh, and, wow. and red onion. And then there was um this jalapeno honey porchetta thing that that was the winner it's called the pep pep
0: any sort of like spicy honey i'm very into
2: we we were kind of doing our thing in the morning yesterday and we in the morning we have this little dining room area set up and we kind of get on our laptops and figure out what the hell we're doing for the day especially in this lockdown period (laughs) okay what are we gonna do today and i saw allison's face light up and i was like well what could she possibly be looking at uh, on her computer? And I go, hey, you okay? What's going on? And she goes, and I just looked at her computer screen and it's just ingredients and in the menu for the pizza. And she's like, it's pizza night. Hell yes. <laughs> They're doing something really cool right now too
0: for everyone that lost uh, their job in the service industry. They're doing like, I think they might be changing it up every week or something, but last week they were doing free cheese pizzas if you lost your job in the service industry. And, I wow, saw that. Yeah. They might be doing so like some cool. produce boxes or something. There's a lot of really, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about this, um, but I feel like right now, I'm sure this is happening in every city, but specifically in LA, there's a lot of like cool sort of community things happening right now. Like everyone's really sort of coming together for all this shit. And, you know, like Hail yeah. Mary is a great example of that. Like if yeah. some server. You know, lost their job in L.A., which I'm sure is you can make decent money as a server here. Totally. Um, You know, you can go get a free pizza from like an amazing restaurant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And people are getting super creative too. our um, a buddy of ours, Solomon Dorsey.
0: Yeah. He's uh, he's I used to play drums for Morgan, who's his roommate.
1: Oh, right on. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Did you hear what he's doing? He's
0: I saw he was like delivering ribs. I think Morgan posted something about it the other day.
1: Yeah, we've got two rib dinners coming tonight.
0: No way. <laughs> You'll have to let me know how they are.
1: <laughs> well, I just <laughs> love it because awesome. he's such a good cook. Like, I love his food. I've only gotten the opportunity to eat it a couple of times. But, like, that guy can cook. And so...
2: You got to have him on the podcast. Yeah. I think I talked to Morgan about
0: that in the past yeah. before. Because uh, before I started doing this, we were doing sort of like... Uh, we would have musicians like take over the Instagram account if they're on tour or whatever. And oh, they yeah. just, they would just, you know, take over for a day and like show where they, if it's something they're really looking forward to eating or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think Morgan mentioned getting him to do that. I should definitely hit him up and see if he wants to do an episode though. Yeah.
1: Cause I bet he cooks some very gourmet meals on the road. Yeah. If he has the resources to do for it. Sure. That's awesome. Yeah. And my, um, I, I wanted to tell you, cause if you're into food, I mean, my, my friend Carrie and I were talking about um, this the other day. She told me that her friend just started touring with Nathaniel Rateliff. Yeah. As the, a, like yo- as like a I don't know what her title is, but she basically is going to be the nutritionist and the yoga instructor. And, the, wow. you know, like she's like the health, the health guru for the tour. That's and obviously really cool. she hasn't been able to. Do it yet but that's i think what she was brought on to do and carrie carrie my friend carrie runs nathaniel's foundation the marigold project what's that um it's like a it's a unif it's a like umbrella foundation that helps local uh denver-based organizations that everything from like policy change to um like sustainability because she used to work for farm aid which so she, she deals with a lot of like local farmers and stuff. She was like, I don't know exactly what her title was at farm aid, but she worked there for 10 years, like working with donors and stuff. And so, um, she started gr- greening writers and like helping people gr- like green their riders to be able to get sustainable food on tour and like how to source from farmers markets while you're on the road and work with the promoters to be able to get local ingredients and like, choose organic and all that yeah, stuff you know
0: that's really cool yeah um i'm gonna do a quick q a with you guys and we'll wrap this up but favorite venue
1: oh god
2: <laughs> you go first uh jeez i don't know 9 30 club
1: oh yeah that's such a good, that's one. good one
2: yeah i mean i don't know i mean uh what's your favorite venue yeah. come on <laughs> oh.
0: I really love the Fox Theater in Oakland. I also Generally. really love First Ave in Minneapolis. That
2: one's very I've special. I've never played First Ave. I'd love to play there someday. There's
0: something going on. There's like some serious juju going on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's Prince. something. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. It's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's such a fun room. It's just one of those stages, too, that you can like you feel everything, you know. Yeah, Yeah. it's great. You don't feel disconnected at all.
2: I have an amazing story about a friend of mine who I used to play. uh, I used to play drums for a guy named Jake Clemens, who now plays with Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. His uncle was Clarence Clemens and he when Clarence died he took over playing sax. Wow. And so at one point he asked me, "Hey man, what's a fa- what's a bucket list venue for you? What's a venue that you always wanted to play and can't wait to someday maybe do?" And I said Madison Square Garden. That's that's my, you know, that's that's my barometer of like greatest venue ever got to play there. Of course. Uh, and he goes, "Oh, okay, cool. Yeah." I go. What about you? And he goes. He goes. I really want to play Wembley Stadium. Um, and I go. Yeah, cool. And I go. Yeah, me too. He goes. But I don't get to play there until May. <laughs> I'm like, that's not. That's dirty.
0: <laughs> um, Allison, do you have? Are you going to go with 9:30 Club? I'm going to go
1: with 9:30. Yeah. I mean, it's a great. The, venue. the cupcakes you can't beat. Yeah. And the, the merchandise that they give you for free, you can't beat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 9:30 is definitely. Definitely number one.
0: Um, favorite rider
2: item: kombucha. Ooh, kombucha. Yeah. Um,
1: it's just something we don't always buy ourselves, but I always loved drinking it
0: on tour. I'm, I'm this. I feel the same way. Yeah. i always look forward to getting it. I never want to buy it. Yeah,
2: yeah right. <laughs> if it, it feels like you're being healthy drinking it, but it also feels like you're drinking soda, kind of. Yeah. So it's yep. Perfect. <laughs> I live on chips and hummus. I could do that whenever. So that's yeah. a good uh, rider item for me. Uh, favorite city for a day off? Mm.
1: Uh, honestly, I would have to say Omaha. Wow! Because I would never, I probably would never live there. So I enjoy. Are we just talking about the United States, right?
0: But you can do whatever. It doesn't have to just be the U.S. I Does mean, it have to be Earth? <laughs> has to be Earth. Okay. <laughs> Only has to be your I
1: think for the States, I would choose Omaha because it's a place that I would I love going, but I would never have another reason to go there because I don't know anybody that, you know, that lives there. But
0: I I love
2: I feel that way about Milwaukee. Milwaukee's that way for me. And it's Milwaukee's kind of walkable. Like it's yeah, it's a
0: beautiful city and there's so much good food there. And there's something special going on there. I feel like it gets overlooked a
2: lot. I feel like I now like New York because i lived in brooklyn for four Mm -hmm. three four years and uh hated it couldn't couldn't stand it and then now having uh a little understanding of the city when i get there for a day off it's like great and i run into people like you down in the village uh and you just you never know what's going to happen and if you have a general understanding you can make the most of that city and leave it going hey i don't have to live here this is great totally i feel (laughs) i i get you on that um okay what Real quick, what
0: about outside the U.S.? Oh, God. Dublin.
1: Yeah, I think I've, I. Man. there's so many good places in Dublin, and we yeah. we both are obsessed with Whelan's. Yeah. And have not nice. been there together, but there separately while yeah. traveling.
0: Yes. Cool. I've still never been. I really want to go there. Oh. Um, last one. Fuck, Mary kill. Trader Joe's Whole Foods Sprouts.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> We're killing sprouts, right?
1: We are.
2: <laughs> I think. we.
1: <laughs> well, I think. Oh, man. Yeah, we're definitely killing sprouts yeah, because okay. we... here's our situation in L.A. We live across the street from a Gelson's and a Trader Joe's, but we go right. to Whole Foods. So I'm pretty sure we're marrying Whole Foods.
2: I don't know. The, the... Well, OK. I, I I like that. But Trader Joe's has been so great with with a few things recently, you know?
1: And, well, yeah, but. You want a long-lasting relationship with Whole Foods. You right. want to fuck Trader Joe's because right. they are like the cheap and quick. Uh, <laughs> right, that's true. No, you're right. <laughs> the cheap and quick store. Whole Foods yeah. is like, it's in Glendale. We have to drive there. You right. know, it's a commitment. But You would Whole
2: introduce F- Whole Foods to your parents.
1: I would introduce Whole Foods to anyone. Yeah. But, but Trader Joe's is like, we're going to walk there. It's 7 p.m. They're almost closing.
2: I'll text them, see if they're up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, and they'll help me get rid of the Sprout's body. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, thank
0: you guys for doing this. This was a really cool uh, take on this whole thing. Thank yeah, you very thank much you for having, having us. us. This, this was is fun. fun. Yeah. I'm, thanks for suggesting this, Matt. This was a great idea. Yeah. I <laughs> <man, really laughs> appreciate that. Man. Um, and hopefully when all this is over, maybe we can all cook together or go to dinner. Go get dumplings. Let's yes, go one. get dumplings. Please. Or
1: maybe by then I'll have mastered the art of making them. Yeah. And I'll have you guys yeah. over
0: that would be great. Maybe yeah, my wife can make a batch. You can make we can blind taste test Love Nice.
1: It. <laughs> probably not. Let's probably just go get
0: dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks again to Matt and Allison for joining me today. You can find us on Instagram at food.ontour. Uh, we have a website now. It's foodontourpod.com. And you can also get in touch with us via email, foodontourguys at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.